And so um, this morning, um, I want to speak about legacy. Um, Lord, I do. Lord, I just thank you. Lord, I thank you for this message that you've been sowing in my heart for the last couple of months. Um, Lord, about living life um, with this in mind. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that um, you left an amazing legacy for us. Lord, that, that we're building on it, that the, the saints, that we are working together for the kingdom of God to build something. But Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you would speak to individual hearts. God, that uh, you have a message for us corporately, but I love that you're always individual. You're always personal. You always care about right where we are. And so, Lord, I just thank you again uh, that this morning, Lord, that you would breathe on this word and that they would hear your voice um, where they need to hear it, Lord, and that what isn't needed would fall away as well. We love you, Jesus. So my, I have a key scripture that I'm going to be working off. And so legacy, this year at um, Academy that we run in the Philippines, this is our word. Um, almost as soon as we finished the last one, this was the word. We had heroes last year. And then this year, this, this idea of a legacy, that we're building something and, and what does that look like? What is God doing and, and how are we sowing it? And, and I believe that's the same for Liberty here, this legacy that God is building, but actually in your own lives. And so we're going to go to the scripture. I'll put it the right way. Um, it says from Psalm 2.8, the Passions Translation, which is everybody's loving at the moment. <laughs> You've got to be update with your Bible translations, you know. It says, ask me to give you the nations... And I will do it, and they shall become your legacy. Ask me to give you the nations, and I will do it, and they shall become your legacy. This word legacy is such a grand word. It's like legacy, you know, like it really is. It's, it's giant sounding, and it's kind of like, how would I build a legacy? You know, I know when we started to do it, it's like, whew, you know what? You know, if you have it on your, your T-shirt, like if you had the word legend, you know, it sounds like you've done something awesome. Now, yesterday I got to be a legend. I jumped off the Harbour Bridge with a bungee cord. I feel a little bit like a legend. Woo. But not when you're on the edge. You don't feel anything like a legend, okay? Let's be honest. You're like, Jesus, um, please take me to heaven right now. The, the rapture came and you were let off, you know, but it was awesome. But that first jump is scary, scary, scary. Um, and, you know, this idea, the same as, like, um, you know, this idea, but I believe legacy is built up of a lot of tiny steps, a lot of faithfulness, a lot of doing the same thing again and again and day out. Like, it's a, the same as, like, the word pastor. Sounds awesome. One day I'm going to be a pastor. And then I'm sure Trent can tell you it's some days, a lot of days, pastor, you know, <laughs> you know, oh, you, know um, you thought you were doing, you know, it was always going to be up here, and it really isn't. This, this is a very small part of pastoring. Same with a missionary. The posts on Facebook look awesome. Missionary, wow, she's, look at her, she's always smiling, and she's helping some child that has, you know, runny nose and lack of clothes or something, you know. <laughs> Who knows? This idea of what a missionary looks like. And the truth is, 
it's a lot of hard work, a lot of tears, a lot of strange situations. You never expected yourself to be a lot of un- unusual other missionaries. Anybody that's been a missionary would understand that. Um, a lot of misunderstanding, a lot of things, and actually a lot of mistakes. Yeah? And also working with people who I love, but where there are people, there are poos, which means it's messy, <laughs> messy work. Yeah? I I know me, I'm messy, and so other people have had to help me get hopefully a little less messy um, along the way. And so, you know, you may not feel like in your life at the moment you're building something that's a legacy, you know, it's this grand thing, and yet God is all about the small, the consistent, the ongoing that actually builds something of great worth and great value. The truth is, if it comes easy, if it's so grand, it will fall over very quickly. The truth is, um, these kind of things take time. And um, I'm going to talk about this word, because the truth is, the scripture is a wonderful scripture. And it says, you know, who is this legacy for? It says, ask me and I will give it to you. Actually, this legacy of nations is actually for us. But it's something that we have to actually ask for. It's something that we have to be willing to say, okay, Jesus. Often, um, like me, I was just stupid, and I would ask for things that I had no idea the payment afterwards. You know, like, I want to go to missions. If somebody had told me what it was going to be like, I probably would have stayed in New Zealand. Nobody warned me. (laughs) Yeah? Like, you're in the middle of it, and you're like, nobody told me it was going to be this interesting. I was going to be this interesting, you know. The, the truth is, he's great. He's quite secretive in a good way, you know. But the, it says, ask me, and I will give you the nations, and I will do it. God is wonderful, because when he actually says, come on, be daring. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do what you're, what you're willing to ask me for. I'm going to start to step out, and, and they shall become your legacy. You know, when I think of the scripture, of course, it's, it's lands, it's people groups, it's, you know, give me the people up in the tribe that never heard of Jesus, for sure. It might be actually the land, we claim this land for Jesus, but actually I believe that that nation is the heart of people. It actually comes down to each individual person and them feeling touched, them having an encounter, them knowing that they are cared for and loved. You know, and that's actually small steps. That's saying hi to somebody. That's being involved in their life. That's actually doing, you know, really basic things again and again. It's not necessarily up here. This is a great moment. I'm, I'm hopefully, I'm well-spoken up here, but most of the rest of my life is not as well-spoken. I didn't spend hours practicing to say what came out of my mouth later on, you know. Yeah. Not, I didn't spend hours, but, you know, I spent time. I did spend time, um, <laughs> you know, preparing for it. And yet, um, it's an important thing to understand. I'm going to break down the, the word legacy because, I actually, I have it. That I love um, what is a legacy. I love definite—I uh, def- love words. Um, I love the definition of words. Because we find so much out about them. Sometimes we have a limited view. That's why if we learn something about the, the Greek word or the Hebrew word, it's often way deeper than our surface. Now, I'm going to go into just the dictionary definition. 
Okay, so what is the meaning? So it actually has three meanings um, that we're going to look at. And so it's a gift by will, especially of money or other personal property. So a legacy is an inheritance, is one of those things. You know, um, Auntie Joan that you've never seen for 60 years passes away and leaves you a whole bunch of money. Awesome. I got a wonderful legacy from her or I got, you know, um, those kind of things. So there's the money. Now, as believers, that is only, I believe, a small part of our inheritance. The truth is there's a lot more that God wants us to understand about leaving a spiritual inheritance, leaving an emotional inheritance, leaving um, something that we're piling up, actually even for heaven. You know, it talks about laying up treasure in heaven by the things that we do. Not that we do it for the treasure, but because God is so good, when we love on him and when we love on people, he's like, oh, I'm going to put something in there for you because he loves to give good gifts. Yeah? The second definition is something transmitted by or received from an ancestor or predecessor or from the past, okay? So these are things that have been passed on to us. So it's knowledge. Like, we have knowledge. Once upon a time, people couldn't draw in perspective, you know? Even grown men, you know, you look at art history, those buildings look like they would fall over in an instant. If you look at old buildings they drew, you were like, wow, but actually, most five-year-olds can draw in perspective, or an eight-year-old can draw a house that looks like a box. And, it, you know, it's been a learnt um, revelation, even in the natural stuff, even the things that the world does. But actually, as, as the body of Christ, we have revealed knowledge that's been given to us. Yeah? We have these different things. We have this different anointings that we've inherited, or different spiritual awakenings that have come through Christendom, you know? These things that I know, for me, I have received um, inheritances from our pastors here, from them laying hands on me, from them encouraging me over the years, that, sure, Teresa, you're loud, but you can do that, you know, or something like that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just teasing Pastor Trent. He, you, anybody that knows him well knows he likes to joke around. So, um, you know, actually, even in the natural, we will adhere to things like health issues, or actually, we can inherit good health, good traits. My nephew is this tall. He's uh, 17. He's inherited some good genes. He is tall <laughs> from his father. He can play sports really well. There's some things in the natural that is inherited, but also from the emotional from him. Okay? And so let me give you a little bit of scripture reference, because it's always good uh, to go there. So 1 Timothy 4.14. Okay, it says here, do not neglect your gift which was given to you through prophecy when the body of elders laid hands on you. Something that scripture talks about, then when the hands were laid on them and they were prophesied over, they received a blessing. They received a spiritual inheritance, a spiritual legacy was passed on. Okay, let's go to 2 Timothy 1.6. I'm just going to reiterate it a little bit. It says from here, for this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of hands. Okay, so again, this idea that what Timothy had, he's like, keep on stirring it up. I remember we 
we laid it on and we gave you something that we carried as our inheritance, as our legacy, something God already gave into us onto you. Okay. And then I've got one more here at the moment. We'll jump to go to Romans 1.11. I should have brought my glasses. I long to see you so that I may impart to you some spiritual gifts to make you strong. Amen. <laughs> we love that thing of encouraging the body to make them strong, to make that person encouraged in their innermost being, in their emotions. Yeah? I know that partly when I come home, I want to spend time with people to impart something that will make them strong, something that God's given me to encourage them, and vice versa. I love to sit with certain people. I've been blessed to be staying with Pauline here, and she's an She's said different things that have made me feel strong in my heart. They've encouraged me. And so there's these things that the Word talks about. Okay? And then there's also the the one that the Bible talks about with the legacy, that there's this thing of truth revealed. And there's one more scripture verse I'm going to pop here, and it's in Deuteronomy 29, 29. Now, if you don't get these all down, I do have a slide that references these, okay? I know I like to write things down, so if you've missed them, don't worry. It'll come up later, okay? So, 29, 29. The secret things belong to the Lord, our God, but the revealed things belong to us and to our children forever, that we may follow all the words of his law. The secret things belong to the Lord, but the revealed things belong to us and our children forever. There's something about this idea of um, this ongoing inheritance, this ongoing thing that can be passed on. Um, and actually, in the body of Christ, I've really learned that things that I didn't get from my natural family, I got from my spiritual family. But that um, I'm going to give you the third one, but this whole thing of the spiritual inheritance, this thing that God's wanting to build into us, but also for us to give away as our legacy. And the last one is a candidate for membership in an organization, such as a school or a fraternal order, who is given a special status because of a familiar relationship to that member. Now, I know that they, I often see movies where, you know, they're in a university and then they're like, anyway, okay, if you saw Pitch Perfect 2 or something, you know, the person was able to come in because your mum had been in the singing group or something like that. This idea that somebody that's gone before you, there is an easy easier access because they went there before you. I was at, um, when I was at Bible college, there was a lady that had been, um, was doing one of the courses there. And I was like, I I was, I became good friends with her and she had only been saved two years. But I was so impressed with her depth. And I said, you know, after spending time, um, she said, I actually got this from my mum. Her mum was an amazing woman of God, powerful, faithful woman of God. And because of what she had laid up, when this woman came into Christ and gave her life, it was like she had got some of these downloads. And I was like, okay, I was a little bit jealous, okay, because my family's not (laughs) a little bit jealous. I had to work through that. But I was like, man, that's awesome. This spiritual inheritance, kind of, she had access to it because somebody had made a way. And the truth is, we do that as, as leaders. We actually 
we, we plod through something so that the path behind us allows people to walk into the spiritual inheritance that we might have taken 10 years to get a hold of or whatever, that they can get it within a couple of months or something clicks in their spirit because you flattened the road. You made it easier, yeah, to get there. This, um, this legacy that we leave, and I, I do, I honor Pastor Trent and Sue, that they have left a legacy for other people to walk into. I honor the, the different pastors and the different leaders here over the years that I know I would, have, I would not be where I was without what they had got. It was like, I, I got to sit there and get it. Of course, that's an open heart, but it was, I didn't pay for that in the same way. I know some other things I've had to pay for, and you're like, you don't realize how you know, you love giving it away, but sometimes people don't uh, always know the cost that comes with learning a certain truth. Not in a, a bad way, but there's a journey. God loves journeys. He's so faithful to our journey. A good example of that in the Bible is actually Elijah and Elisha. Yeah? Elijah, of course, who kept on trying to run away from Elijah, Elisha. You know, in the end, he's like, I want what you have. He wanted the double portion And um, we saw from that relationship, that friendship, that he got what he had, and then God multiplied it, yeah? Because, of course, Elijah could only give what he had. Well, actually, he couldn't give it anyway. He was like, oh, that's up to the Lord. Maybe that's why he was trying to run off and, um, like, I don't know if I can give you this. Only God knew, yeah? And so this beautiful picture of what was given. They get the same with Paul and Timothy, of him giving um, this, this kind of inheritance through those relationships. And the truth is, for us as believers, it's good to know the depth of the word, that God has such an amazing inheritance, such an amazing legacy, and it's not just one way. I would imagine, actually, God's got a lot more ways that we don't even think of. One of the things that... Um, I know that God has been talking to me about when I talk about people is actually building a legacy into their lives. For me, that is seeing people grow emotionally. The truth is my family is wonderful, but they didn't actually teach me to deal with my emotions very well. They didn't actually know how to do a lot of things. And actually the body of Christ or God or different people have come along and partnered with me to teach me different things. And actually, now I get to impart those into other people. I get to teach about freedom. I get to see different people who are struggling in very hard situations get fresh hope. Yeah, that he's the lifter of our head, but we actually, he allows us to be the lifter of other people's heads, to encourage them. You know, that, you know, part of our legacy is thinking of what are we giving or what are we leaving behind us in the people around us? I have been in the Philippines now. It will be 10 years in April. And sometimes I look. In the natural, I don't have a lot of things. I don't have a house. I don't actually have a car. I have a motorcycle, but I don't think it's a great one. You know, I don't have a lot of these things. I don't believe that's the inheritance that God is most focused on in my life. Those things are great, and if anybody wants to give one of those to me, I'm very open. Um, I receive <laughs> I receive houses. Look, God, we could use it for the <laughs> You know, 
Of course, love the idea of spiritual inheritance. Wonderful. You know, people in the Bible, we're blessed financially. As I'm blessed financially, I can bless others. If I don't have, if I have a little, it's very hard to give away a lot. The truth is, people with the right heart have a heart to, it flows out of them. And that's what I love. As the body of Christ is wealthy, as it has stuff to give, they can do more for the kingdom of God. You know, that finances are a tool, and they're a great tool, but, but they're just a tool at the same token, yeah? But as I've been there for 10 years, one of the things is God has been reminding me that these, these people that I'm sowing into. Um, last time I was here, Juvie was here, who was from the Philippines. I've got to work with Juvie for 10 years. She is 12 years my junior, and will always be several feet shorter than me. Um, she's little. <laughs> but I, she is a phenomenal woman. And I know that I've had a part in building into her life to see what she will do. And I get a a part of the legacy that she is building, the people that she will bless and the people she does bless. She's an amazing um, encourager and public speaker and she talks to thousands of people every year and gets to share different things. You know, one of the things is in our programs, our impact clubs and stuff, every year at least a 1,000 children go through our camps and our impact clubs, at least. And so I've been there almost 10 years. That's at least 10,000 children that I know I've had a part because I've helped write those programs. I've helped treat, you know, that's, I, I never thought I would have a part in it. Please don't hear this as pride. It's not, oh, I did that. It's an honor to be a part of the legacy of bringing possibly safety into people's life. A lot of the things we teach is that, that these children would be safe from abuse, that they would be safe from trafficking, that they would grow in character, and that they would have an encounter with Jesus. Because Jesus, if they know Jesus, he will... He will stick with them through thick and thin, and they need that. And, you know, and so God wants us to have a perspective. As I've been thinking about this word of legacy, it may, maybe what you're doing doesn't always sound super grand. It's not missionary. <laughs> it's not pastor. But actually, in God's perspective, if you are being faithful and you are doing the, what you're supposed to be doing, you are building something of great worth. If you were, thank you, if you're building into people, you're building something of great worth. You know, the idea of, I know for me, some of the things that I was taught was how to forgive. When I got saved, I was, whew, I was a bit bitter. You know, I had stuff. And, and that's a wonderful legacy. If you can teach people how to forgive, if you can go out there and help people that are struggling, amazing. Yeah? getting free of those bonds. And so God is wanting to build a legacy in your life. I've completely forgotten this. Not that I have much more in there. These are the scripture references if you wanted them. God is wanting to build a legacy in your life. And yet I want to bring it down because it can be when you look at somebody like me, and and most of you know me a little bit. Truthfully, a lot of my life is actually you know, sitting at a computer or just doing stuff or planning, you know. Of course, for that, you know, event that we might have or that thing, there's a lot of other work that's behind the scenes, yeah? It's not always glorious, and yet it's worthwhile. One of the things that God talked to me about is to continue to do the same thing without losing 
passion or momentum. It doesn't mean that you don't have moments that you're like, why am I doing this? As I was writing the program for Be Free, and it's, it's finished now, actually. We've completed it. I'm going to launch it. Um, when I go back, we're going to launch it into our academy. It actually took me almost three years. Truly, a lot of that, I was like, Jesus, I thought this would be six months. And done. We'll be good. Carry on to the next thing. And actually, a lot of it was boring. Truly, looking at these pictures and like trying to nitpick and da-da-da, was really boring. And it was kind of like, huh. And, but I told, he told me to stay. It would be easy to not finish projects because they're boring. And I'm sure there's something else God has for me. And God was like, stay, 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 remain. Because I have realized that actually there's a scripture that says that finishing is better than starting. It's so easy to start. I didn't even try to start a whole bunch of New Year's resolutions a year because, you know, I've got a little bit of history now. I'm, I just turned 41, and I'm like, I know that all those, uh, very few of them ever did I follow up very, I didn't finish them very well, <laughs> you know. So, you know, I'm, I'm trying to start with success in mind, so I didn't start many. Um, <laughs> I think my only one, I was like, I want to love Jesus more. I want to love people more, and I, and I want to I wanna grow in that, that relationship because, I know he's going to always hold up that side of the bargain, which is great. So um, there's not much, too much pressure on my side. Um, God is wanting to build a legacy. And I feel like um, for some of you, you may not know what that is. For me, I actually, I know a little bit. I know a little bit of what it is that he's calling me to do. But also for some of you, he wants to reveal where you're already building it. We're already doing it. You know, some seasons it feels like things have been stripped away. I know that um, even here with Liberty, it might feel like some of the stuff that you thought, we were building this and, you know, I know God was talking to me sometimes about a remnant. You know, sometimes before huge growth, before something really big happens, it's like it gets very quiet and it gets very uncomfortable and it's like the seed is just sitting there. And I know for me, I know that as we go to launch even my program, this is the last couple of years has just been, this is uncomfortable. Am I really doing what God's called me to do? I know he has, but at the same token, I'm just remaining faithful to the vision, but this is not exciting. This is boring. This is hard. This is a process in my heart and my emotions. But I believe a suddenly will come as we do the faithfully. And I know that many of you who have walked with the Lord for a long time, you've seen that. He is actually faithful to the suddenlies. I can look back and be like, well, I remember when I was going through that season, and then God did this, and it's awesome. (laughs) That's what a miracle was. I had this miracle. But generally before the miracle, there there was hardship and there was difficulty or there was lack. Generally, you know. God, I need some, you know, we need finances, but the bill is sitting there and it comes in just the day before it and you're like, whew, but you had been stressing about that one for a while, (laughs) yeah? Or there's been health issues. I love hearing about people's miracles in their health. I love that that person said, I had this and God healed me and it was dramatic and it was amazing. But if they had been suffering with something for 12 years, that 12 years was not amazing. Yeah? Let's be honest. The journey is not always pretty. It's not always pretty. It's not always enjoyable. And yet God is so faithful to it. 
Yeah? God is so faithful to it. And I, I, I do. I believe for here, um, this has been my home church since I've been saved. I haven't been here a lot of the time because I've been off other places. And yet my heart is here because God ties you to places. I know from the beginning, God has talked to me a lot about being committed to places because there's something about commitment. There's something about loyalty that is very much the heart of God. Something about doing the same thing and working on the same thing again and again that he builds. He builds something, even when it feels like it's a bit at a moment. Yeah? I've seen that was global. I've seen that was my own life. Yeah? And so... I guess just encourage you guys, there might be, might feel like there's a little bit of a remnant, but God works with remnants in amazing ways. We just have to look in the Old Testament and it's like, and then, boom. <laughs> but it wasn't probably fun becoming a remnant. Um, the beginning of that story wasn't always fun. But it doesn't mean that God is not in that journey or that it's punishment or it's any of those things. Yeah? And I know that you guys understand the heart of those things. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. I think, um, I just want to pray again, actually. Lord, I just thank you. Lord, I thank you that, um, that actually you're moving on the hearts. Lord, I, Lord, my words are, are limited, but yours are infinite. God, that... I pray, Lord, right even now, that you just point um, in that place of their hearts. God, that you just want to encourage that, man, you're doing good. You're doing good in that area. Lord, I also ask for fresh dreams of where you want them to build or fresh hope or fresh encouragement. Lord, where it feels... Like in Hebrews 12, 12, it talks about the hands getting weak and the knees feeling weak and it's just hard. But then it tells us about taking a new grip, taking this new hold. And as we walk, we will become strong and that there'll be, there'll be people that will follow us. And so, Lord, for those ones that need to take a new grip, like, man, God, okay, let's, let's get in this. Let's do this. I know you called me to that. Lord, I pray for a fresh grip. I pray for a fresh, yeah. Lord, and I thank you for the outworking of that. Lord, we don't just want a whole bunch of hype. We don't want just a, re uh, a resolution that we don't see the fruit of. Lord, we want the fruit that remains. We want the promises, the inheritance that is for us and for our children and for our children's children and for the generations to follow. Lord, we, we're not here to waste our lives on anything but you. And Lord, when we waste our lives on you, the returns are so wonderful. Lord, I pray, Lord, for anybody that's struggling with that, those certain perspectives that are not helping them. Lord, I pray, the Lord, just for a shift. I pray for the divine shift of, of perspective. <sighs> I thank you, Lord, that, that this word is for them, Lord, that it talks about in the beginning, Lord, that 
ask me to give you the nations. Lord, I pray that there would even be fresh hope to ask. <laughs> to remind you of what they asked once before. <laughs> Lord, that they would be given the nations, the thing that is the big thing that they have been wanting, that they've been praying for, the dreams that were planted in their hearts from the beginning of them walking with you. Lord, and I thank you, Lord, that they would hear, I will do it. Lord, that there's something in our hearts that when we hear and we know that you will do it, Lord, we can live on that for years. Lord, knowing that you will be faithful to the promises, you are not a man that you would lie. And Lord, that they shall become your legacy. Lord, I love that you're so good that you share it with us. Lord, that doesn't actually say it says, ask me and I'll give it and it shall become your legacy. It will become Trent's, Pastor Trent's legacy. It will become Miriam's legacy. It will become our personal legacies. The personal thing that God has done through us to reach into other people's lives that we can say, this is my inheritance. Look how good the Lord is. Look how much he changed me. Look how much he healed me. I used to struggle with depression. I used to struggle with suicide. I couldn't do this. I was so sick. And now this is my spiritual inheritance. This is what's been given to me. This is what's been laid up for me and my children's children. And if you're like me, I don't have children in the natural, but I have spiritual children. I have people that emotionally, I am other people's spiritual children or emotional child. They speak into my life. They encourage me. So please know that you're not out of that if that's not you. Lord, I thank you. I thank you that just that fresh hope, <laughs> that hope that will not be deferred, that will not be deferred. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. We do. I just um actually I speak there really that that fresh hope over um you Trent and Sue as well actually, Lord I thank you Lord that it would not be deferred, Lord I just thank you for um these these mighty men and women of God Lord I thank you for that hope, Lord. <sighs> Only you know fully what that is about. Only you fully know where they need it, Lord, completely over their minds and their hearts, over the vision of leading this body. Lord, I just thank you for, I thank you for them. And I thank you, Lord, that there is just going to be that, that sweetness of that hope, the lightness of that hope. Lord, that anything else would just go and it would just be easy. Your yoke is easy. Your burden is light. Lord, I love that picture of it. Um, I remember somebody saying, like, your arm around my shoulder. So light to have your best friend's arm around your shoulder. That person, that makes you feel safe and secure, that encourages you. And so, Lord, I thank you, <laughs> Lord, that it would be like that for Pastor Trina and Pastor Sue. I thank you, Lord, that it actually would be like this for their body, those people that have been pushing for the legacy of this body for the, what God has promised, and they've seen some of it, but they haven't seen the fullness. Lord, I know that I, I put my heart and my, my emotions behind to push, my spiritual authority to push with them to see the fullness, Lord, of, of everything that has been promised, of many people coming into freedom, into the liberty 
of the Lord. Where the Spirit of the Lord, there is liberty. Lord, that, there, that people would literally walk through the door and sickness and diseases would fall off, that depression and suicide, that actually false identities and lies would fall off in exponential ways. Lord, that how we have never seen them, even though we have seen a lot, Lord, we ask for the increase. We ask that you would rise it up in the remnant as only God, and you would be the only one that can get glory from that because only your goodness could do so much. Lord, we just do. We release that fresh hope where it's felt a little bit dry for some of you. Lord, I thank you for that fresh watering. God is not done, not by not by a mile, not by miles. God is never done. He has got so, so much. And so, Lord, I just thank you for that. I thank you, Lord, that the, the latter will be better than the former. I thank you for that. We love you, Jesus. <laughs> Amen. I really do. I loved Sanderton Baptist days. I loved so much just hanging out in the spirit for hours and hours. And But I do. I believe the latter is going to be better than the former. Because God, he, he always has something better. And there's something about hope that allows us to push into that place. That actually, God, you've got... And it, there's a, a, there is a grief in the letting go. Even what's been great here, the conferences, the different things, there's more. Because God always has more. But actually, we, there is this thing of, okay... Let's build this legacy, being faithful, even when you don't see it yet, but your heart knows. Your heart knows. And many of you guys know it's a knowing in your knower. It's a knowing in your knower. And that's, that's actually where deep faith comes from. It's the knowing here. When everything else woo, doesn't show up. Yeah? I know that, that that's a lot of you. And if you don't know that, God wants to teach you the knowing in your knower. Like, there is nothing I could show you. Like, if I could try to show it to my family who are not believers, they'd be like, you are crazy. <laughs> and actually, we, as a good believer, you have to be a fair amount crazy. Yeah? Crazy to believe impossible, invisible things. Truly. You tell people, I'm going to go live on the mission field, and I have no money, and God's going to provide. People think you're stupid, you know? <laughs> They do. Even believers think you're stupid. So they're going to pay you to be there? No. <laughs> God's going to provide. Oh, you should get a job. No, you're not. <laughs> Truly. And yet, clearly, God does provide. Clearly, he does turn up as we are willing to step out. It's not always the way I would love it to be. It's always, sometimes it stretches me beyond what I expected. But it's always good. He's always faithful. So um, let me hand back over to Trent before I keep on rambling. Because, you know, once you give somebody that likes to speak a mic, they may never stop. But thank you, guys. I appreciate so much uh, being here today.